Alleluia, Alleluia. I am the light of the world, says the Lord. Whoever follows me will have the light of life. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He shouted, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. The people walking in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more. Son of David, have pity on me. Then Jesus stopped and ordered that he be brought to him. And when he came near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He replied, Lord, please let me see. Jesus told him, Have sight, your faith has saved you. He immediately received his sight and followed him, giving glory to God. When they saw this, all the people gave praise to God. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the holy gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, for those of you who are on the Catholic Bible bus, now we're going to be in Revelation for the rest of the year. For the rest of the church year, the next two weeks, we're going to be reading the book of Revelation. So begin to read it at home, begin to follow along with what the church is doing. And this first part of Revelation, we're going to come across these seven letters to the seven angels of the seven churches in Asia Minor. And these seven letters were written to particular churches at a particular time, this is true. But also, these seven letters contain uh, principles for the spiritual life which are applicable to my life and to your life. And that's the way to really read these letters, as Jesus is admonishing and encouraging these seven churches in Asia He's also teaching them about the spiritual life and how to, how to make it to heaven. And the first church we have today is the church of Ephesus, and he's calling on them. We'll see what he says about them. But the, the, the historical fact about all these churches is there's no longer, there are no longer Christian churches there. They did not heed the word of the Lord. They did not repent and the lampstand was removed from all of these places that were once uh, centers of Christianity. That's just an aside. Okay, so what does he say first to the church of Ephesus? I know your works, your labor, and your endurance, that you cannot tolerate the wicked. That's good. You have tested those who call themselves apostles but are not 
and discovered that they are imposters. So they have good works. They're enduring in their good works. They can't tolerate to be around the wicked. And also that they are testing people who claiming to teach in the name of Jesus. They are testing them and finding them false. Moreover, you have endurance, and you have suffered for my name, and you have not grown weary. More good things. They have endured in the worship of Jesus and in following Jesus, and they haven't grown tired of it. But then Jesus says, yet I have this against you. You have lost your first love. You, you have lost the love that you had at first. And Jesus says, realize how far, how far you have fallen and repent and then do the works you once did at first. So that is the challenge to each one of us today as we prepare for the new year of following Jesus next year. Have we lost our first love? It's something that each of us has to take into our own heart and answer that question. I made a handout for you there. Pope Francis has a beautiful reflection on this. Let me close with this quote from our dear Pope Francis. He wants to ask two questions. He says, first, do you have a desiring heart, a heart that desires? Think about it and respond silently in your hearts. I ask you, is your heart filled with desire? Or is it a closed heart, a sleeping heart, a numb heart, numb to the things of life? The desire to go forward to encounter Jesus. The second question, where is your treasure? What are you longing for? Jesus told us where your treasure is, there will be your heart. And I ask you, where is your treasure? What is the most important reality for you? the most precious reality, the one that attracts your heart like a magnet. What attracts your heart? May I say that it is God's love? Do you wish to do good to others, to live for the Lord and for your brothers and sisters? May I say this? Each one answer in his own heart.